Welcome to the Of Course You Did podcast, the podcast for coaches who are scaling their coaching business. I'm your host, Brooke Alexander. Each episode is strategically crafted to help you help more people get better results in less time. If you're ready to truly dive deep into masterfully helping your clients achieve results no one else can, the Creative Coach Method certification is for you. Head to creativemindacademy.com slash certification to learn more. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Of Course You Did podcast. I have an interview for you today with the lovely Aliyah Khatib and we are talking about LinkedIn. This is such a good episode on LinkedIn. Aliyah literally walks you through everything that you need to do to get started using LinkedIn and to really create an amazing account and use the platform effectively. She also does an audit at the end of the episode on my LinkedIn account. So you can follow along as she does that audit by looking at my LinkedIn account because I haven't changed it yet based on what she said. So I would highly recommend taking notes, getting a notepad, typing up some things that Aaliyah says because she's literally giving you a step-by-step guide on what to do. I'll leave all of Aaliyah's links in the show notes. She has a LinkedIn masterclass and a LinkedIn course. You can also go and follow her on LinkedIn and you can follow me there as well. All of the links to follow us on LinkedIn are going to be in the description, but I strongly recommend that you go to LinkedIn and actually search for us, especially if you've never used LinkedIn before, you haven't really used it very much. Use this as a way to start practicing how to use the platform. I'm going to be using it a lot more from now on and I've started using it more and I'm going to be focusing a lot more of my time on LinkedIn. Time that I've taken away from Instagram is going to be directed towards LinkedIn. So I'm really excited to use this platform to figure it out and to grow my LinkedIn connections. So head over there, connect with me, connect with Aaliyah. Let me know what you think of this episode. You can send me a message on Instagram. You can send me a message on LinkedIn and let me know your thoughts. All right, let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's podcast. We have a guest on today to talk to us about LinkedIn, Aliyah Khatib. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your time with us. Thank you so much, Brooke, for having me. I'm super excited to talk about today's subject on LinkedIn. A lot of people are don't love it so much. So hopefully today I can shift their perception about it. Yeah, I'm excited to dive in because you did a masterclass for us before that's now inside the creative coach method. So we got to kind of chat a bit about it before and dive in. And I've even taken on some of your advice that you gave us in that masterclass. I'm still new to using LinkedIn. I used it more than I used to and I'm like dipping my toes in, but I'm I'm liking getting to know the platform. So before we get too much into it, can you just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Perfect. Thank you, Brooke. Uh, so I'm a marketing and business consultant and I work with new business owners to get them to their 5K months. I've graduated in marketing and been in marketing and business for the last 12 years. And in the last two years, when I started my digital marketing consultancy, I realized that 
I didn't want to create content and I just wanted to get in front of prospects. And when I discovered LinkedIn versus what was out, what was out there for business owners like Facebook and Instagram, I fell in love with LinkedIn because it was just very clear cut, very straightforward, very direct. I'm a business owner. I want to sell to other business owners. So ever since I got onto LinkedIn, I loved it. I use it for my business. And now I end up teaching a lot of people how to use it, how to fall in love with it. And just use it for their business to get in front of prospects and sell without being too salesy. Because that's what people think LinkedIn is all about, like those cold outreach messages. So hopefully in today's podcast, I will, you know, we'll go together. And like, I guess you're telling me you've been loving the using the platform yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. I've been like using it a, a bit more, just getting to know the platform because it is quite different to Instagram. And I feel like there is a different etiquette that you need to learn how to use. One time, I think I was posting multiple photos in one post. And then I was like, wait, I've never seen anyone else really post multiple photos. Do people do that on this platform, even though you can? So it's like, Learning the etiquette takes a little bit. Yeah, no, it does. It's really all about your audience. People used to say, don't post your kids' pictures on LinkedIn. It's a professional corporate platform, but everyone's going against that. LinkedIn wants to be more approachable because at the end of the day, even all these VPs or angel investors or business owners or accountants and lawyers, they're all people at the end of the day. They all have children that they take care of. They all have pets that they love. They all have mental health issues. And LinkedIn is pushing for content. That's why they created this LinkedIn content space because only 1% of people on LinkedIn are posting content, 1%, imagine. So they want more people to push because you, you can't talk about business all the time. Like that's just too overwhelming. And because people buy from people, so they want you to show up and share like photo dump, like the Instagram not literally the same way, but they want you to get personal. So it's also LinkedIn is also going through their own uh, change and shifts with the platform as well. Yeah, I'm noticing that a lot of the content that I'm seeing shared on my LinkedIn, is it called a wall or I don't know, in my LinkedIn profile, like other people share content that I follow and like I see yeah. the stuff that they're sharing. A lot of the stuff that's being shared is the more personal kind of content, the more relatable, like, here's what I was struggling with. It was so hard. And now here I am. And it seems to be that is the stuff that's showing up for me. That's the stuff that people are resonating with. Yeah, because that also gets the highest engagement, like people saying, yes, I agree with you. That sounds like me share more. Nobody wants to read like statistics. And before LinkedIn used to be like, share your infographics and corporate pitches and PDFs on portfolios. It was very salesy. But then the more people were vulnerable, sharing their personal opinions, like Simon Sinek was showing up. He's very big on LinkedIn. Gary Vee is also pushing for uh, LinkedIn. So when these opinionated thought leaders are showing up and sharing their thoughts and opinions on subjects, everyone else got excited to do the same. So, you know, we just follow the trend, but it makes sense because it's like Twitter, like sharing your opinion, but longer. And it's not picture-oriented like Instagram, right? And it's not Facebook where it's for mothers or maybe, you know, like that. Facebook is very like, you know, college days, your friends. LinkedIn is the space where you can share your opinion and elaborate on it. Yeah. I never thought about it that way, right? Yeah, you have so much more space yeah. than you do on an Instagram caption to, to share mm. your opinion and dive deeper into things. 
I think we should maybe just rewind a little bit. And if you can let us know who LinkedIn is for or how do we find out if LinkedIn is a good platform for us? That's an excellent question. Um, so to me, not to me, but <laughs> the way I try to explain it, if you're a service provider, right? So if you're a service provider and you're selling your services to another business owner, if the other business owner, even if they're a solo entrepreneur, you're still in the like B2B business. So you're business to business. So you're selling to another business owner. So LinkedIn is a great platform for you. You should definitely be on it, whether you're a copywriter, web designer, brand strategist, SEO specialist, Facebook ad specialist. If you want other business owners to hire you, you should find business owners. And LinkedIn is the biggest. It's like Google for the business directories all over the world. And you can get very laser focused. So service providers definitely should be on it. Different types of coaches definitely should be on it, like career, executive, uh, mindset, leadership, transformation. You can find leaders and business owners that need your specific coaching. Parenting coaches can use LinkedIn. If they work with busy professionals and they want to help them to become empowered parents uh, so that they're less reactive, you can find business professionals on LinkedIn because that's what the platform is for and start nurturing those relationships. If you're a spiritual coach that works with anyone that's a business professional, head of HR for a company and you want to help them out through a specific program that's tailored for sales teams, you can use LinkedIn. It really all depends on your targeting. But all types of coaches can use LinkedIn for that, service providers for sure. If you have an agency of some kind, definitely. A lot of people just think, yeah, like I'm selling, I don't sell to, to corporate, I sell to other female entrepreneurs. Okay, female entrepreneurs all have a profile on LinkedIn. So like you right, right now, you know, so um, definitely LinkedIn is, if you're selling your services to other business owners, you should be on LinkedIn. And so... Let's say someone who they've only got a LinkedIn profile so far and they haven't really done much with it. What would you say is the first thing or maybe the most important thing to work on on your LinkedIn profile if you haven't really done much with it at all? Okay, excellent question. So to me, the LinkedIn profile is our sales funnel, our one-page website. So that's the first place I would work on, because if you want to start prospecting, connect with anyone, have a conversation, that profile is that's the space that you need to work on and optimize from your cover page, which is literally your billboard to your headline, which is literally your elevator pitch and to like a cute professional display picture. And then the whole about section and the featured section on LinkedIn, that's where you highlight your best work, your client testimonials, your services, your pitch deck, and how can clients work with you with specific call to action. So LinkedIn page, your personal page, is a sales funnel. That's like a specific sales funnel um, where like LinkedIn literally gives you everything that you need to fill out so that everyone gets, the, the, someone that's interested in you has all the information all in one place. We don't need to direct them anywhere else so that when we're starting to engage with them, they already know everything they need to about you, Brooke, for example, and then they're ready to engage and continue the conversation. I remember from your masterclass, something that you said was the about section. A lot of people write about themselves, 
but it shouldn't be that way. So can you elaborate on that for us here? So the way we used to think about LinkedIn, right? So when we first got our job, right? The first thing I wanted to do, like, okay, I want to get a job. Let's have a LinkedIn um, profile. So we were, it was acting like a resume. So we're selling ourselves literally on it. So HR managers or business owners can see like, okay, I have these competencies. I graduated here. I got this kind of GPA. And these are, this is where I love to volunteer, right? And what ended up happening when people ended up moving um, into different levels in their career or when they started their business, they were showing off their competencies and capabilities and their achievements. But if I'm a user, I don't care about all of that. How do you help me? So now you have to shift your perspective and seeing LinkedIn as a sales funnel, like literally how your sales page acts like we have to be speaking to them and serving them. So it's less about me and more about your prospects, because at the end of the day, we're here to serve them. So your page needs to speak to their papers, their challenges, their desires, paint a picture, give them how you do it and lead them to a call to action. Making it about the the person who's coming to your page rather than about yourself that actually that concept took me so long to wrap my head around when I first started my business because I remember hearing make it about them and not about you and I remember thinking to myself how how do I make it about them and not about me like I'm the one doing this stuff but you really have to talk about how you're going to help them and put them first, how their life is going to be different, how things are going to improve for them, what's going to change for them, how specifically you're going to help them, the measurable desired result that you're going to help them achieve. So for anyone who was unsure about how you write about the other person, that's how you do it. I specifically remember that from your your masterclass that you did with us and I gotta be honest I don't think I've gotten down there yet I'm working my way down the page but I'm not quite there yet um but we can talk about that in a little bit I would love to know how do we find people to connect with so this this person that we're talking about her name's going to be Amy she has just set up her her LinkedIn account she's working on her profile she's working on her about section and she wants to connect with people what's the best way for her to find good people to connect with that's a great question um everyone oh this is why a lot of people are resistant to LinkedIn I don't want to talk to strangers like I don't want to I'm like yeah but like the people on Instagram are also strangers it's so weird how especially female entrepreneurs, they're less resistant to engaging with people on Instagram and so resistant to engaging with people on LinkedIn as if it's like two entire universes, right? So that's the first thing because a lot of people are very resistant to engaging with strangers on LinkedIn. So first we have to break that a bit and remember that the people behind that nice corporate page on LinkedIn are still people and you could still find them on Instagram. Second, there's two ways to find ideal clients on LinkedIn. You have the free search engine of LinkedIn. So if you go on anywhere on LinkedIn when you're searching, you can search for people by their type, like their role, um, and then you can filter it down to location, industry, specific things. It's very limited in the free version. The, the most advanced search engine of LinkedIn search capability and, and that's why it's the best platform uh, for sales and leads prospecting is what's called Sales Navigator. So that one is a paid version. 
um, it's a, it's 30 days for free and then it's like around $80 uh, per month. And in that one, it really, you, we have around maybe 12 to 15 parameters that we can hone in. You get so laser focused. Like I can find new bus- new coaches that started work, that's launched their businesses in uh, British Columbia behind block A, for example, two people in the company started less than one year in the coaching industry, and I can type specific um, um, keywords, and I can find a super laser-focused targeting. And then once I get it, I start connecting with them. Like I start sending them connection requests. Once they accept connecting with me, then I start a full conversation onwards without cold emailing, without cold pitching, none of that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And so you've sent them a connection request, and then there's an option to send a message with the connection request. Do you send a message at that time? Always, always. Because if I get a random person, it's like asking someone on a date, you know, like that's how, that's why what it's called social selling nowadays, you know, um, if you just send a request, it's like, who's this person? I don't know you. And I get that so many times. So when I get that, I always ignore these requests. I'm like, I have no idea why you want to connect. But because I'm a marketing consultant and I work with business owners, I find my way around it. Connect with them and I say, hey, how can I help you? But if you're connecting with people, you don't tell them the purpose of connecting, you will have a very low acceptance rates because people have no idea what you're about to do. So I always personalize my message and I'm very clear and honest and transparent why I want to connect. Mm-hmm. And when I connect with them, I make sure I don't sell to them. I make sure that the purpose of why I wanted to connect, I actually carry it through because that will alone show that I'm honest about the way I want to connect because that's like literally our first date. You know, if I pitch or change my approach there, it's just going to be too salesy and pushy. And I'm sure you've been approached on LinkedIn in such salesy ways. The people who are like, hey, I've got this free thing and this free thing. Which one do you want me to send you? Um, none. Thank you. No one asked. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, why, why are you sending me like how to set up a lead magnet for my business? Like, obviously you haven't done any research into who I am at all, because then you'd know, I literally don't need a lead magnet. Like exactly. I'm good. So once we have made the connection request and we've sent a nice message to say why we're connecting with them, then we get the connection. And then what happens? What's next? So this is where social selling, the concept of social selling comes into play. And this is kind of the same strategy that you would use on Facebook and on LinkedIn. To me, the concept here is that it takes seven to eight times for someone to buy from you, right? And and everyone has a different buying stages. They might not be ready. They might not even need your service now. They might already have someone that they worked with. Our goal when we're prospecting as much as possible, I do it every single day, um, I want to be top of mind. I want to be, if he's going to hire a marketing consultant, I want to be at least in his top 10 people. And you do that with any business, you do that by being top of mind. That means staying in his notifications. Once we engage with them, there's different ways you can engage with him. You can get him on a call, free assessment call, send him, hey, by the way, I have a free lead magnet. It's about this. Would you be interested? I like to ask permission. Of course, after I've asked a couple of questions, like, thanks so much for connecting. Like, there's so many different ways. Um, I engage with his content. So I get, 
I stay in his notification. The beauty of LinkedIn, it's made for businesses. It's made for lead generation. So every time I view your profile, if I go view your profile now, you will get a notification, I viewed your profile. If I follow your business page, I will. Uh, you will get a notification. If I like your post, you'll get it. Like every single one. It's not hidden like on Instagram, right? Like you don't get people who viewed your profile. So by being top of mind, when I'm ready to hire someone, as long as I'm not too salesy, you'll be top of mind, right? It's like whenever, you know how marketing is ads, right? Like it's about like um, repetition. So you you need to do those several steps. And of course, actually have a genuine conversation in the message. Because you can do that, you should do that. But sometimes like the sale doesn't go or there's no sale or you don't see a challenge. So, you know, take a step back. but carry on engaging with that lead and don't depend only on that one lead continue prospecting so hmm. when we have our linkedin account now we know how to connect with people we know how to send them a message we know how to make genuine connections how much time do we need to spend on our linkedin account like daily to grow it to build up our connections like what do we what's the process look like there like Instagram obviously we're posting pictures and we're using hashtags and doing that kind of stuff and like it's not the same as in Instagram how you can just follow someone even when they don't follow you back but on LinkedIn when you connect with someone you're both connected right so you're both going to be seeing each other's content so what's the best way for us to start building our connections and our LinkedIn account so um, it, just if, you, if you're about to start doing it now, I would say for one week, like just one week of deep work, optimize your LinkedIn profile, find your ideal clients, put together like several curated messages that you will send out to ideal clients to connect with them and your approach on what to do after you connect with them. Um, find your ideal clients. And then by the second week, you would need to spend just one hour a day. I would say start slow one hour a day. And the beauty of it, it's on LinkedIn. It's not on our phone. Like it's on LinkedIn, like it's on our desktop. I would open up all our ideal clients and just send 10 to 15 connection requests a day. Since you already have the message and you already have the targeting, you're just literally going through them because you can save them as a, as a lead list on LinkedIn. So every day you just save it and, just uh, you right click, copy, paste, boom, boom, boom. That's 10 people. You do that in less than 20 minutes. And then the rest of the time, you would be engaging with all the new connections that you connected with. And then go to your feed and leave them a genuine comment uh, on their posts, view their profile, and that's it. And then repeat it the next day. But the only way to see results after this is to do this for a minimum of 30 days to see any results because your business net worth is as big as your business network and you never know who's going to refer you to it and you could connect with the best type of client just by a second connection in between like linkedin is literally for this it's to connect you to people that you might you know it's a six degree as they say 
Um, so just just one hour a day. I'd rather do that myself than sit for three hours to do a carousel that no one's gonna like or save. So that, that's yeah. my point of view. That's yeah. my point of view. Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm feeling lately a lot of people are trying to step back from Instagram. I'm seeing these messages from everywhere. So many people just saying like they don't resonate with Instagram anymore. It doesn't feel good. It's not a fun place to be. And I'm feeling that way. I have been for a long time. So I'm doing what I can to kind of branch out and find other places to spend my time and places that I enjoy being more and places that are building more connection rather than just like a pretty picture. I would love if you have a few minutes to audit my LinkedIn account. What do you think? I mean, I could do it, but maybe it's a bit hard on the, on the podcast. Well, that's okay. Just whatever you can. And then I'll And then for anyone listening, you can go and listen to this episode and look at my LinkedIn account at the same time. So you can follow along with Aaliyah. Okay, perfect. So I see that you updated your cover page, which I love. So pretty. So the first thing, so I'll give some tips as I'm auditing yours. Um, The first place that anyone's going to catch their attention is literally your cover page and your headline. So make sure that when you have a cover page, add like what you do, strong keywords, your um, you know unique value proposition, and a call to action. If you have any lead magnets, tell them in the cover page what it is. And then your headline. The I help statement is great. So yours is NLP trainer and business mentor helping coaches get certified and become world-class coaches. So you're mentioning who you help. So you help coaches, what you do, get them certified. And the transformation has become world-class coaches. So it's very crystal clear. In the um, in the headline, it's basically your I help statement or elevator pitch. So you have an excellent one here. LinkedIn just added a, basically a section right under the headline to add like a, a call to action to send them to your website or podcast. So you can add that if you want. I'm going to be looking at your about section now. You have an update. <laughs> yeah. So I won't talk about it because here it's all about, you know, your uh, accomplishments and achievements and everything, which is great. Um, like this is what you would send to a PR company. Like if they want to learn more about Brooke, you would send them that information. But here you would want to literally tell them what, who is this coaching certification for? How's it going to help them like literally pinpoint the framework because there's so many coaching certifications out there. So how are you different and literally very tangible framework? How are you going to help them? And you can even start adding testimonials within your about section. You don't want to send anyone to your Instagram highlights or to your website. Go to my sales page and see the testimonials, everything in one space. And if you have like a coaching certification PDF or toolkit, um, any of that where people can see the curriculum, you can attach it as a PDF under your experience. Add it there. Okay, like, okay I want to get a coaching search. What's the curriculum? How long is it for? What's the prices? What are the payments? Everything, everything in one place. So it makes it, it makes the decision buyer. It's, it's LinkedIn is has the shortest sales cycle. It's one of the top five reasons. It has the sale the shortest sales cycle because you give everyone everything they need to make a decision about buying from you. And if you have a $20 ebook or a guide or course, you could just put it there and you're featured and it's just selling passively. Because if you're connecting to 20 people every single day, 
and you have a 40% acceptance rate, and you have a very low barrier to entry course, and you it's right there, and they see everything about you and all your testimonials, it just really makes the buying decision faster, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm really getting this one-page website feeling from everything that you're saying. It's all making complete sense. Yeah, literally a one-page website without any coding. Perfect. For me, I can never touch my website. I'm like, I need someone to come in. I'm like, you know what? I'll put it on my LinkedIn and that's it. So I hope that was helpful. Yes, that was super helpful. Thank you so much. And for everyone listening, I'm going to leave my LinkedIn as it is when Aliyah has given this feedback so that you can go and see exactly what to do and what not to do. And the example of the about, how she mentioned that it's not ideal. So you can have an example of what not to do. So thank you so much for sharing your time with us. I know that you have you have a LinkedIn masterclass and a LinkedIn course, right? Yeah, so I have a LinkedIn masterclass training where I go in depth on who's LinkedIn for, who should be on, why should you be on it, some case studies. And I have a LinkedIn free guide to actually literally optimize your LinkedIn profile. Like I give you my framework and several phrases and 10 conversation starters to get you started. So it helps you when you connect with someone to get the ball rolling. And I have a LinkedIn course, which where I dig deep into the LinkedIn profile with examples. And I show you how to use Sales Navigator. to. Act. So I give you everything. Like it's a beginner's guide to get you started and get the ball rolling. And everything is available on my Instagram, my website, aliyakatib.com. You can check it out. And on LinkedIn, how do we find you? Uh, yes, Aliyah Khatib, just like as is okay. literally there. Yeah. I'll leave all the links in the description. But for everyone listening, I want to encourage you to go to LinkedIn and actually search Aliyah and search me and find it without clicking on the link. I want you to learn something and actually get started using LinkedIn. So thank you again for spending your time with us. We went through a lot of stuff, but I think we covered a lot of really good basics for people to dive in and start using their LinkedIn account. So thank you again for sharing all of your knowledge with us. Thank you, Brooke, for having me. I'm so excited that we're getting to reach more people and teach more people about LinkedIn because look where you're at. Like people now are hating Instagram, jumping onto TikTok. They're hating TikTok because it's for Gen Z. Where are you going to go? LinkedIn. So get on the train. (laughs) (laughs) That's it, everyone. Get on the train. Get on LinkedIn.